Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And I am Pastor Miller, so we are just thrilled to be with you again today on another episode. And uh, we hope we're being a blessing to you. We're certainly trying. And if you uh, got to listen to our last episode on this uh, podcast, uh, we was talking about prayer and uh, the importance of it. And I'm also going to be talking about prayer again today. And uh, I want to I want to talk uh, a few little things. I want to mention to you the uh, shortest prayer in the Bible that I can find, the longest prayer in the Bible that I can find, and so on. So, give you a few interesting facts about prayer and praying. I do think. Uh, that prayer is a very, very important thing uh, for individuals, uh, especially, and even collectively as a church. I think it's important uh, for us to pray. And I know there's a lot of folks that really don't maybe see quite the importance of prayer that uh, they probably should, but it's mentioned many, many times in the Word of God. So, uh, it's definitely important. So I I looked up here, and if my statistics are correct, I was looking up the word pray. I mean, just the word pray. And if my statistics are correct, it's it's mentioned 313 times in, in the Bible. And then the word prayer is mentioned 114 times. In the Bible. Now, that's not talking about the word praying, which is mentioned many times, or prayed, or prayers. So there's many other uh, uh, ways to to use that term about prayer. But just just the word prayer and the word pray is mentioned uh, together about 427 times. 313 and 114. So anyway, it's it's uh, it's an important thing. And uh, I believe it's very important because uh, the way persons are saved, and I know that some might differ with me. Some thinks that salvation comes strictly through membership of churches and uh, others thinks it comes through a water baptism. Or receiving some gift of the Spirit. But, you know, the Bible tells us that uh, with a heart, uh, a man believes and they uh, they believe and with a mouth, confession is made. So I believe you get, I think you have to believe the Lord Jesus and that God raised him from the dead. And then with a mouth, confession is made. So we have to repent and that's a great prayer, to pray the prayer of repentance and to ask God to forgive us of our sins. And there's no way I could tell you all the uh, the verses about that uh, today. 
But prayer must be important. Just by looking at a couple things uh, in in the Bible, like for instance, uh, in the book of Psalms, uh, the psalmist said in Psalms chapter fifty-five and verse seventeen, the Bible says there, evening, morning, and at noon will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. So the psalmist said uh, that that we should pray or that he was going to pray morning, noon, and evening. And he said, I know the Lord's going to hear me when I cry. And he used that term when he prayed aloud or out loud. And he said, God will hear my voice. Now, I do believe in praying uh, out loud, uh, but I also uh, think it's fine if you, some people pray and they pray uh, silently. So I think if you're praying from your heart and you mean it, I I think it really is, it doesn't matter whether you're praying uh, out loud, audibly, or if you're praying silently as long as it's coming from your heart. But if asked, which do I prefer? Uh, I I prefer, like the psalmist said here, that I will cry aloud and pray aloud, and he shall hear my voice. So God God will hear us, whether it's out loud or whether it's uh, silently. So Because God knows our heart. He knows your heart. Also, uh, talking about this prayer uh, many times or three times in this particular case in Psalms. If you look over in the book of Daniel, chapter number six and verse number 10, the Bible said there, well, you, you could read that whole sixth chapter to get the full story. But there was a decree that was made, a legal declaration was made that no one should be honoring or worshiping or praying to anyone except the king. And the the, uh, proclamation or declaration that was made was if anybody was found praying to anyone other than the king, that they would be thrown into a den of lions. Now, I don't know about you listening to me, but I'm sure most of you be just like me. I, I would not be eager to be thrown into a, uh, a pit or a den of lions, hungry lions. And so Daniel, the Bible said this about Daniel. The Bible said he heard about this and he knew that that decree was out. This was a legal a legal decree or legal declaration that no one was able to pray or worship or anything uh, in a spiritual way unless you went and worshiped the king. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right off the bat uh, because I was asked this a few times in my ministry. I've had people say, "What if they would ever?" Uh, make it legal 
to where you was not able to pray? Well, my answer was then, it is today, and it always will be. I would pray anyway. I believe in obeying obeying the law. I believe in doing uh, obeying magistrates, like the Bible said. And I pray for those that have uh, uh, that are in leadership in our government as well as our church. Uh, I really do. I pray for our governor. Matter of fact, you know there was a lady in our church uh, just oh I don't know maybe a month ago, and. She felt led of God to do this, and she came to me, and I told her I liked the idea. And she made up a card for all of the states of the United States. Each state on this card, uh, like, for instance, the one we drew was the state of Wyoming. It says Wyoming on it, and then it had the governor's name and uh, some other information. And she asked uh, anyone that would take one to take that and pray every day for that state, for that governor, and so on. And we we just happened to uh, pick up the one that said Wyoming, me and my wife. And we have prayed every single day for the state of Wyoming, that God would bless them and God would keep his hand on that state. Uh, I don't even know... Uh, I only know the governor's name because it's written on that card. But we pray for the governor, the state of Wyoming, every day. So I think it's a a wise thing and a good thing to pray for uh, our leaders of our country, whether they be uh, governors, presidents, uh, or any of any form. I think we should pray for them just like we do our, ourselves, our church, and our pastors. So all of that being said, I do want to obey the law. I do. But if I was told I could not pray, I think I would do just what Daniel did. And I would pray anyway, because I could not listen to what a, a, a man or a group of men made up in a room that I could not pray to my God when the scripture's clear on it, I I would pray anyway. So that being said, let's look at Daniel 6 and 10. The Bible said when Daniel heard this, that he went into his house and it said his windows being open toward Jerusalem, he got on his knees And he prayed, and he prayed to his God, not to the king. And the Bible said he'd done this three times a day. That's interesting. The psalmist said every morning, every evening, and at noon will I pray and cry aloud. Daniel was told you cannot pray or you will be punished. But when he went in his house, just like always, He looked toward Jerusalem, his window opened, he didn't try to hide it, and he prayed. Now the word got back to those that was in control that Daniel was praying to God and not to the king, and he was doing it anyway. And he suffered uh, their uh, wrath because of that. He was taken, and he was thrown in a 
den full of lions. Now, for those of you that don't believe the Bible uh, literally, uh, I do. So I believe the Bible just like it, what it says. He was thrown into a den of lions and was not eaten and was not hurt. And all through that night, the next day when the king came to where the mouth of the, the den of lions, he said, cried out for Daniel, has your God delivered you? Daniel's response was, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and shut the, the lion's mouth. So prayer is important, folks. Don't quit praying. Just a couple little things, like I said here, that I think are interesting facts that I want to talk to you about prayer. Uh, first of all, uh, what is one of the first largest uh, notable prayers in the Bible? Uh, I was looking in the one that I could see that I think was the first notable prayer uh, in the Bible was when Abraham asked God to spare Sodom and Gomorrah to not destroy them. And if you know the scripture, the Bible said that God rained down fire and brimstone out of heaven and destroyed those cities because of their sin, their wickedness. And so Abraham began to pray and seek God. And he said, God, would you destroy the righteous with the wicked? And what if I could find 50 righteous? And the Lord said, I'll spare it for 50 righteous. And he could not find 50, nor 40, nor 30, nor 20, nor 10. Couldn't even find 10. So Abraham's prayer was, I don't want to see my nephew being caught up in the wickedness and sinfulness of that city and him to die when God rained fire brimstone down. So it looked to me like one of the first notable prayers was, Abraham was praying for his family, his nephew, and praying for God to have mercy. And even though God was going to rain judgment down on that city, for God to spare his family member. And even though God destroyed the cities, God spared Lot. And thank God, that's a good time to pray. Pray for your lost loved ones. Pray for your family that's not saved. No matter how wicked of a life they seem to be living, no matter uh, what condition they're in, continue to pray for them. Okay, I was going to give you a couple facts. Here's another one. What is the shortest prayer in the Bible? The one that I can find that I think is the shortest one in the Bible was really only three words. Matthew 14, you could read that and get the full background of the story. But it was when Jesus came walking on the water and they were terrified. They were afraid. And some of them thought it was a spirit. But Peter said, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come to you on the water. And the Lord told him to come and he started walking on the water. But when he got his eyes off Jesus, he began to sink. And Peter prayed a three-word prayer. And it says simply this, Lord, save me. So it doesn't have to be a great length of prayer. 
It was just three words. But when he prayed that prayer, the Lord just reached down, took him by the hand, lifted him up as he was sinking in the water, and saved him. So you may be sinking deep in sin or sinking, feel like you're sinking and drowning in the cares of this life. And if you could just pray a prayer, Lord, save me. I believe God will hear you. Well, or the longest prayer in the Bible. Found in Nehemiah chapter number five, verses five through verse 38. And this was a time where he had called for the uh, a solemn assembly for them to pray and to fast and to seek God. And uh, he was uh, praying with them, Nehemiah. Now, I told you the shortest prayer, to my knowledge, is three words. The longest prayer in Nehemiah 9, 5 through 38, was 1,213 words. So actually, that would be 1,210 words more than Peter prayed. So I want to say this. It really doesn't matter if it's a long prayer or a short prayer. If you're sincere with God and you pray, God can hear from heaven. You know, the Bible even said that in uh, in one place. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he said, I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. I want to say this in closing today. Our country, I think, is in desperate need of prayer here in the United States. And I have been praying for our country, our president, and all of our leaders. And I think more than being so worried about what are we going to do about this or that, I think we need to gather together and pray. I was thrilled that our president said we need to have a national day of prayer. I know there's always one in May around, uh, I think, the 4th or 5th, sometime in May like that. But just recently... Our president called for another national day of prayer. So thank God. I hope, I hope that our country uh, prays and seeks God and God can heal our land. So the things we discuss with you today is prayer and pray. How many times it was in the Bible? David and Daniel both prayed three times a day. Uh, how Abraham prayed for a lot, and God brought him out of Sodom, even though the city was destroyed. And we find a short prayer of three words by Peter and a long prayer by Nehemiah of 1,213 words. So I hope I was a help to you today. Prayer is important. Short prayers, long prayers, just pray and seek God. You know, I think I'm going to pray with you right now as I go off. If, if you're to where you can pray, or just if you can't close your eyes or get on your knees, just pray with me right now if you would. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the privilege of being able to pray. I ask you, Lord, to be merciful to everyone that hears this podcast and those that don't. I pray, Lord, that you would hear from heaven and heal our land. Bless our country. God, I pray for our families that you would be 
gracious to our families. I pray for our lost loved ones that you would save them before it's eternally too late. I pray for healing for those that listen. And I pray, Lord, for a great move of God in every church that's preaching the truth. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, I've enjoyed being with you today. It's a great morning out this morning. And I hope the rest of this day, you find God's blessings real in your life. Go with God and God's blessings be upon you.